Welcome to another edition of 99 Questions. I am your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. Uh, joined with me today, uh, actress, singer, D&D aficionado, all-around cool person, I dare say, Amy Vorpal. Amy, thank you so much for being here. Yay! Oh, wonderful, wonderful intro. That makes me feel so special. <laughs> All around cool person. Yeah. Who knows from here? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But Amy, thank you so much for being here for the interview. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, Thanks for having me. Oh, of course, of course. But uh, where would we be? without some ground rules. Uh, so uh, ground rule number one, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the questions. If a yes or a no suffice, give me a yes or a no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding of that answer, I want to hear that story. Awesome. Ground rule number two, I don't think there's anything wacky or coming out of left field in here. Maybe one or two, probably not. Uh, but if you want to pass on any of them, you can pass. No judgment, no worries. Thanks. Uh, and ground rule number three, Despite the name of the show being 99 questions, some of these are, in terms of English, not questions at all. Some of them are just prompts. Some of them are just words that I put a question mark at the end of. There might be a follow-up question. Don't count them. That's all I'm asking. Oh, my God. Have you gotten um actually one too many times? <laughs> you, had to, you had to preface this with like, it might not be technically a question. Um, Actually, that's not really a question. <laughs> I'm trying to shut that down as early <laughs> as possible. <laughs> so non-question number one, Amy, are you ready? Yes. That sounds like a question, though. It's a good start. It sounds suspiciously like a question, but it's not <laughs> technically a question. <laughs> uh, actual question number one, what's the perfect breakfast? Well, the... I used to work at IHOP and oh. that was where I, I, everything tasted like a pancake by the end of it, including the burgers. So I, but I, and I knew I would like go nuts eating there. And I saved the one thing on the menu that I really, really wanted until my last day working there. And it was the French toast. And while I don't know that IHOP's French toast is the best breakfast, I think, I think French toast might just be the perfect breakfast. Now, most days I eat eggs mixed with eggs, egg whites and bacon, um, real bacon and turkey bacon. But nice. the perfect breakfast, I would say, is French toast. Strong. And, 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 you know, diner level French toast. Like we don't give a shit how much, how much butter is on <laughs> it, how much, you know, powdered sugar, how much syrup, like give it all and like just soak some bread, just carbs, carbs, carbs. Yeah. I want a full ramekin of syrup brought with me that's yes. just emptied onto this thing. <laughs> it's yes, it's my fa it, was, it was my it's my favorite thing about diners is that you get this like palace of condiments and they're all yours for a certain time. Yeah, and you can mix and match. You want grape oh, yeah. jelly on your coffee? Yes. I don't know. You can yes. go nuts. <laughs> uh, question number two: Who's the coolest dude? 
is that the end of the question? Oh, I thought who's the coolest dude who, um, okay. So the coolest dude is, who is the coolest dude? That is, uh, I, is it cheating to say my boyfriend? My boyfriend's so cool. He's like the coolest. I'll just say it is. I get to make the rules here. My boyfriend is the coolest dude. His name is Shiloh Strong. And he's, he's like, he's very cool, but a nerd, but also a hippie. And he, he pulls me out. So he loves D and D. He loves games. He loves video games. He loves all of that stuff and magic, the gathering. And then on top of all of that, he just wants to be in the forest or on a boat or in nature. And so he, if I think if I were left up to my own devices, I'd be indoors all day um, and totally be fine. But I, there's, there's this other part of me. that's like, no, I'm the kind of person who loves nature. And he, he kind of brings me out into that. So I, I just find him to be, uh, he's so cool. And he, he really doesn't care what anybody thinks about him, which makes him very cool. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that cool? Uh, this is very compelling arguments for coolest dude. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I mean, he, he doesn't like, he, he has, a, I think five shirts in his entire wardrobe. And, <laughs> and I mean, it's, he's like hippie, you know, <laughs> It doesn't get hippier than him. Wow. So, yeah, packing is just like all of his belongings. He's built for van life. Um, and I find that very cool. I don't know. It's just uh, these people exist, you know, and I just happen to be dating one of them. Coolest dude. Checks every box. I, I'm <laughs> there. Uh, question number three, steak, chicken, or fish? First thought is chicken. I, I just, you can't go wrong with that fried chicken so many ways to cook it i do love steak and i love some fish but those seem to be a little riskier like you could you mm. you, you have a better chance a higher chance of going um to the dark side with both of those and chicken you just it's like fried chicken grilled chicken uh korean style chicken italian chicken um chicken tikka masala like all of those are delicious and while steak while I do love steak I have had some real chewy gnarly steaks um just to so and I haven't really had a bad experience with chicken I like it chicken and and fish can just be too fishy like it's very easy for it to be (laughs) too fishy and there are some fish I can't remember what they are but there are some types of fish that are not good so it's just a little bit too broad but chicken it's like one type of chicken ever and it's uh, yeah i just it's it's tried and true baby team chicken hashtag team chicken chicken all the way uh question four what's the best gift you've ever gotten oh man well i'm a really good gift giver and the best the best gift I give really thoughtful gifts and I'm good at it but I as far as gotten I I guess it it was one year it it was a bunch of gifts and it was one year at Christmas with my family we were uh we always send out wish lists for ourselves um, Mm. to everybody so that everyone knows you know we're all adults now and we just need everyone to know what, what we want and kind of hold their hand a bit. So for years I had put on my 
the top of my wish list, like anything with a dragon on it. I love dragons, so you can't go wrong there. And I would never get, I would never get anything that has dragon on it. And I was like, that's so weird. I'd get, you know, fun appliances or, you know, adult kind of stuff. And then one Christmas, I was so sick of it. I told everybody, stop it with, you know, the socks and the underwear and the sweaters and the blenders and the furniture or whatever you want to get me. Nothing like that. Just, I just want stuff with dragons on it. I'm serious. This has been at the top of my list for years and no one's ever gotten me this. So like anything, like pick something, if it has a dragon on it, that, that's what I want for Christmas. Um, and then they gave me, it was like, I got dragon shot glasses, dragon wine glasses, dragon <laughs> blankets, dragon lamps, um, dragon like decorations, little miniature dragons. Like it was, it was the influx of the dragon year. And now every year since then, I've gotten at least one dragon present, which which feels right and good. And, and it, I, yeah, so it was just that it was just like, it was a good lesson. And you have to f- sometimes forcefully demand what you want in order to get it. And it's just a good metaphor and, and kind of lesson for life. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. Be clear, <laughs> be forceful. You just might get what you want. <laughs> Yell at people a little, take them down or not. <laughs> Yell at them a little. Just a little. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, question five. You hyped yourself up. Best gift you've ever given. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this awesome. I did. So, this is for this one was for my ex boyfriend, and I think the best gifts are kind of inspired. Actually, I'll, I'll do one for the ex, and then one for Shiloh because. Um, that was pretty inspired too. So ex-boyfriend, this is like 10 or 11 years ago. He is like this kind of spindly guy with glasses. And I basically got him a Muppet that looked like him. So I, I, there, it was like, it was the toy store from New York and you could build your own Muppet and it looked oh, like him. Wow. And he, he just brought him out at every party, not in a creepy way, but it was like, <laughs> this is, and, and we joked, I don't know. He had a voice for him and everything. He just loved the hell out of that Muppet who looked exactly like him um and because he he could do like the muppet dance you know like he just looked like a wobbly kind of guy and then for shiloh is the other best gift i've given this was like probably two months into dating him or three months christmas came around and i wanted to get him something that was like oh we're dating but also not scary or creepy or like too much I found the perfect thing. There's this thing going around on Instagram. I think they've got another Kickstarter going. It's called the Hero's Journal. And one of the ways Shiloh and I connected was um, we were big on self-development and like looking at, you know, our internal life and also on uh, just nerd stuff like Dungeons and Dragons. And so the Hero's Journal takes you, oh, and we also are, you know, our filmmakers and writers. So he the hero's journal takes you through like a self-development journey as if you're the hero on a quest going on your hero's journey. And it's just a really fun, it's a fun, very, uh, pretty structured or kind of mapped out for you way to journal, uh, which can be helpful when you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to sit down and journal. And then you're stuck and you're, you get in your head about it. But this, this like makes you, um, plan out your day and be grateful for things and, and write out things that are your allies and things that could get in your way and that are your enemies. So it's, um, anyway, it was a pretty inspired gift and it was like, oh yeah, I, I might really know who you are just in these couple of months. <laughs> like I nailed it, you know? Oh, that is a, a tremendous. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, question six, what did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Well, I kind of swore to myself at four years old that I would be an actor after I thought that cartoons were real people dressed in cartoon suits. Mm. Jury's still out on that. We're not positive. <laughs> yeah it has nothing to do with uh animation artists or drawing or having (laughs) having visual art skills it's all about um actors which you know just might be the exact level of narcissism that uh everyone thinks we have (laughs) that's exactly right (laughs) that's very cool though uh question seven what's the largest animal you can beat up in a fight oh me uh, the largest that I'd feel confident beating up, um, if I had to, it would be like, I guess, a toothless bird. So I'll go duck. I don't mm. think ducks have teeth. They might, and in, in which case I'm, but I like the idea of fighting a bird with a non-sharp beak with non-sharp other things. That's true. But, duck is just kind of rounded in general. Yeah, you know? yeah he, it feels... You know, like goose, I think I think it could beat me. Um, but duck and and the feathers thing, I'm not you know, like if I guess we'd have to be in a cage where they couldn't fly away. But then I think I'd stand a chance. Yeah, so not big, not big. <laughs> okay. I respect it. <laughs> uh question eight, who's someone you look up to? Um, uh, my sister Amanda. She uh she's 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 just so, it's like, she doesn't need to read self-development books because she's already got it. It's like, if you need to know how to live your life to be the happiest person, just look right at her because she, she lives her life based on, I mean, nothing really gets to her, things roll off and she totally lives in the present moment. She follows her heart all the time and her passions. Um, She's pretty clear about what they are. It's like, if it makes her happy, she does it. If it doesn't make her happy, she doesn't do it. Anything that requires a level of commitment, like an education or getting a certificate, or if, if a lot of people would go, oh man, that, that takes four years or five years, I'm out a five thousand, And she's like, okay, five years. Yep. I'll just do it. And you're, and it's like this level of chill acceptance of like, you know, full, full decision-making clarity that I, I really, really strive to have. And she just makes it based on, you know, every decision is made. It's like her, her instincts and her, are her shining compass. And they're just, they just feel, I mean, obviously I'm saying this from the outside looking in objectively, but mm. uh, they just feel so clear. And I would love, I look up to that. that wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't see how you couldn't. Yeah. Uh, question nine. What's the first album you bought with your own money? Big Willie style. Good choice. <laughs> And and from it was my first CD. I I might have bought bought some uh, cassette tapes by Weird Al uh, before Ooh. then. But as far as like I would say, I, I I and I I guess I should count that. I think the first Weird Al album I bought it was just a cassette tape, and it was the food one. Food album. The Classic. food album. Yeah. Yeah. But but I think the first CD I bought was Big Willie Style for sure. Yeah, I'll tell you. Weird Al comes up on this question so much. He is. I'm always shocked at how much of like a foundation, a a foundational musician, comedian, everything he is. Yes, he was the one reason I had friends in when I was in third grade. He, maybe the only reason. But yeah, 
if, if you could quote his songs and like sing the lyrics, uh, there was a shared com- community, <laughs> I guess, in the school. And beyond that, I don't know how much in common the rest of us had, but <laughs> Weird Al, Weird Al was um, like the great equalizer. That is amazing. I do remember specifically, I went to a friend of mine's sister's Sweet 16, and me and my friend had not seen each other in like years, just like went to different schools and, you know, did the whole thing. And we were at the same table for for his sister's thing. And um, American Pie came on the song. And uh-huh. we both knew, me and my friend, without saying a word, knew every word to the Weird Al parody of it the song begins all about episode one from beginning to end and just belted it in this like hall of younger children oh you know he wrote that he wrote that based on reviews and guesses by the nerd internet he and he wrote it and so that it could come out opening day and he just happened to get everything right Or the nerd journalists got everything right, you know, and he just pawned it off of them. But he wrote it. Uh, yeah, he, he wrote it. He wrote the exact storyline and what it was um, before the movie actually came out, before he'd seen it. Absolutely nuts. Like, yeah. to the level of detail in that. I know. Ah, skilled person. Yes. Uh, question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, n- yeah, there's a rule, I guess, that you're not. Uh, well, there are two, but there's a rule that you're not supposed to sing musical songs. But I, I'm like, whatever. If there's like a like, if the karaoke is you, you can find it on YouTube. Do that. I'll do um, when he sees me. It's from the Waitress musical by Sarah Bareilles. Mm. And then I'll also do uh, Blue Bayou, uh, the Linda Ronstadt version. And uh, another one that I'll often do is. Elton John, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Strong hits. Strong mm-hmm. hits. Kind of all over the map. but <laughs> A good karaoke night should be, I think. Yeah. You know? uh, question 11. What's the last song that you listened to? I think, I actually think it was on the, it was on a road, uh, it was on the road yesterday and and Shadow had we had to turn it off because it was a Sarah Barella song and she can just get like she's so talented but she's kind of a jock singer and her voice can get really clear and the how how clear it is 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 actually pretty piercing and it was mm. um through the sound system it was driving him nuts because she'll she's very skilled at going la, 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 and then getting really like ah! you know very belty um and so so crystal clear and I love it but but it is if you're not ready for it oh boy hold on to your ears <laughs> um so i think it was the i i think it was her uh, i i can't remember but i think it was gravity okay. Sarah gravity okay uh question 12 what's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from um oh that's a really good question why thank you who oh i i guess this uh, yeah i guess the first thing that came to my mind was fun period i think they've broken up but i wish they hadn't i I find their um i find their music like a fun circus like a carnival 
I like that it's it's stylized with the period at the end. And I've never heard someone say the name out loud, but I think it is fun period, right? It is, yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. That's great. Uh, question 13. What's a song that brings the most emotion out of you? Um, I, I, it's come on Eileen and it brings the most mm. joy out of me. So I know emotions can sometimes be like, oh, you, it makes you cry, but I've never, I guess the strong, I guess on a scale of one to 10, like I've cried at songs and they've really made me, oh my gosh, this, there's one that makes me like cry every single time and it's butterfly kisses um, because my dad cries at every wedding and it's like, uh, I can just imagine him. He's got four daughters. And so he gets really, really emotional and me thinking about my dad getting emotional. So the song butterfly kisses is about a dad giving her daughter, giving his daughter away, uh, at a wedding. And so the thought of my dad crying makes me cry, but the joy, the stronger emotion, um, for me is, is the joy that comes from listening to come on Eileen. Such a, that's such a great pick. Mm-hmm. Dexie's Midnight Runners. Everyone should know. Yeah, the only <laughs> song they ever did, right? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> I think that's it. They, they they might have written other songs, but they never released them, or at least we don't know about them. <laughs> they walked into it, a studio six minutes later. Yes. They walked out. Yep. Got their check. In my in my lore, yeah, Dexie's Midnight Runners never made a, another song. <laughs> they all just looked at each other, shook hands. Yeah, we did it, boys. <laughs> Uh, question 14. What's your favorite music video? I haven't seen a music video in a very long time. Uh, I, I, I don't remember. I, I don't think I've seen a video. I don't remember the last time I've seen a music video. They are like a weird, you know, I say they're like a dying art form, but at the same time, like, Cardi B will put one out and it gets like 7.8 billion views in six hours. So (laughs) I'm, I'm, I guess I'm the one that I remember the most was the Taylor Swift one that won the Grammy and that was controversial. So I remember watching it, um, Mm. which was, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like, I'm a cheerleader and, or she's a cheerleader and I like wearing tennis shoes something like that yeah one of those like earlier taylor swift songs yeah definitely it definitely was years ago and i don't even know how many so that i i but oh i remember seeing i'm not gonna list this as my favorite but i do remember seeing maybe around the same time Nicki minaj doing some like weird twerking butt stuff to anaconda or something Mm -hmm. So oh, I remember yeah. that one, um, <laughs> but I, I don't think that was my favorite, but I also don't think Taylor Swift was my favorite. I just, I mean, can I just say a Weird Al one and just call that Amish Paradise? How about that? Done and done. <laughs> okay. <Like it. laughs> uh, question 15. You got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? I don't have a specific name, um, but one we always donated to well was a i guess a26 anything that's uh that promotes i'm big fan of supporting education so education but specifically creative education 
That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, 16, favorite holiday? Oh, favorite holiday. Like, hmm, that's a really good question. Oh, I guess, yeah, easy, Christmas. Yeah. So maybe that wasn't the best. Uh, yeah, Path of Least Resistance. I, I do. I love Christmas very much. Got all that dragon stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's the day when you get stuff. <laughs> uh, 17, what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Oh, either black coffee. <laughs> it's black coffee. Sorry. there. It's very... I just gave me black coffee. But I will say... You know, one, I miss coffee shops, but two, um, I like, I like going to coffee shops to write. I always get the most done when I'm there. And I always have a, I always have a um, trifecta of beverages that help me write one water, two black coffee, three um, sparkling water or some, some other that's, it's not a, it's a zero calorie kind of carbonated drink. But I and it used to be diet drinks like Coke Zero, but I I haven't drunk and I, I I haven't drunk a diet soda in over a year now on purpose. Wow, good for you! Because my my reasoning is when I get cancer, I don't want to be able to point to something. I want to be like, why did I get cancer? I don't know. Um, but I feel like if I continued with my diet soda habit, I'd be able to be like, oh, I know exactly why I got cancer. Could yeah. have, could have prevented it. But I, I would rather it be like, I don't know. I kind of did the best I could and I still got cancer. I think that's a good attitude to have. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, 18, spell the word gray. G R a y unless for whatever reason oh. if i'm writing anything that has to do with fantasy g-r-e-y oh interesting See, there's, there's always something there i know Good uh, question. 19 what's your prized possession my prized possession prized is a very specific word i don't well i I think i have to answer something so i'll say um my external hard drive that has a lot of uh a lot of footage of content that i've made over the years and and i do take my that everywhere so yeah it'll be an external hard drive uh, which i think is the modern day equivalent of a photo album (laughs) absolutely uh 20 are you competitive 100 percent. i grew up in a household one i'm a twin so do you do the math um you grow up thinking that every or either some twins are on each other's side or codependent and jenny and i are not we are the other side of twins which is highly highly competitive and if if the other person wins then we it's very binary the other person loses Mm. so uh yep i am i have to play games these days with a game rage journal um in order to mitigate game playing because i love game playing but a lot of people do not like playing games with me when I behave like a five-year-old. So um, it's getting better, but it's 100% my biggest flaw is my competitiveness. Interesting. I once told, I once told a therapist, um, it's just so, or, or I can't remember, it was a therapist or a career coach or something that like, it's just so interesting that Matt Damon is beating Ben Affleck. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, they're clearly in competition and <laughs> Matt Damon is winning. And she's like, 
okay, this is like such a deeper problem. <laughs> they are not in competition with each other. So yeah, I see, I, it's, it's very funny now that the people who love me know that I see the world through a very competitive lens when I say something like that. And they're like, no, no, the, it's just very fun for everyone to uh, point out that flaw when it happens. Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, 21. Do you consider golf a sport? Yes. I don't play it. I don't care to watch it, but it 100% is a sport. Okay. Definitive. Uh, 22. Have you ever played any sports? Yes. I was not good at them, but I did. I played basketball in middle school. Um, some of that required, when I say play, I mean, do the team's laundry, but yeah, I did play. Okay. Um, and then I did play soccer, but there was a rule on the team. Do not pass the ball to Amy. And, but I was good at getting the ball away from the other team. So they called me the mosquito because I was just like annoying and buzzing around everybody who had the ball. So I was good at getting the ball away, but then I didn't, I didn't have the coordination to uh, do anything with it. So I had to get the ball away, pass it to someone who knew what the hell they were doing. Um, so I think I'm athletic, but not good at sports. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, 23 favorite sport to watch. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Answer. Yeah. Magic the gathering on Twitch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hearthstone on Twitch. Anything, anything but a real sport. <laughs> uh 24 theme parks oh yeah that's a question yeah hell yeah give it to me put it in my eye hole and then i i just want to eat the desserts they have there all the snacks the sugar the jelly beans um love me some disneyland love me some harry potter land mm -hmm. i've had wonderful harry potter land is the most divisive uh life experience place that I've ever had because I wow. have had great times with friends and family all over the place. My dad was like a little kid with a wand, but I've also gotten broken up at Harry Potter land, uh, Who would which is do a really that at Harry Potter. Land? <laughs> Who would do that? I don't know, but I was, I was totally the girl crying at like a, a tape. I was like, you know, when it was around, it was around Christmas time and it was Whoville, I remember. And I was sitting at this table just like sobbing. And you know, at, at, at a theme park, it's really hard to find a place to sit down. There were so many seats around me. No one wanted to, no one wanted to touch me. You could totally, you could totally, well, come on. Like the, the woman sobbing at a table, no thanks. Like you just want to avoid that with those, yeah, with like a Grinch 60 foot pole. So, uh, or three, what is it? Three and a half, whatever, 63 and a half foot pole, whatever that lyric is. Uh, but yeah. reference for that somewhere yeah, yeah yeah but no one wanted to touch me uh so that was so anyway yeah harry potter land but hell yeah i'm here for the life experiences um even the tragic ones awesome <laughs> uh 25 uh dubbed the ron bennington after famous radio personality you're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds a random mix of boys and girls coming down to the ring to fight you how many of those nine-year-olds could you take in a fight Oh, exactly zero. I am not fighting a child. I, I take myself out of the fight immediately. I don't even, I mean, I, I did Muay Thai for two years. So ideally I could do some damage if I ha had to, but yeah. uh, I'm no, I'm not fighting a child. I'm no, 
they I don't care how feral they are. They're, they <laughs> they get they get a hard pass for being nine. That's fair. That's probably <laughs> the correct answer that no one has ever said. Oh really? <laughs> okay. Everyone's like, yeah, you could probably take like four or five, a dozen. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the answer is probably just just get out of there, man. Just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is yeah. They're children. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know what they're doing. I barely know who Ron <laughs> Bennington is. Is that even what you said? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Twenty six. What's a game you know you can win? Oh, and herein lies the problem, isn't it? Um, so that I like is that? Do you mean no? I can win every single time, or? that I feel confident that at least some of the time I'll be the winner. That you uh, feel confident enough that like, okay. you know, push comes to shove, like this is the game that you know you can throw down in. Okay. I can throw down in. Um, hmm. I, I guess <laughs> this is such a cop out. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. <laughs> this is such a cop out. I, I like. I know there's no winning in Dungeons and Dragons, but I know enough about myself that I, I could crush some serious role play. <laughs> I believe in you. Yeah. Yeah, and and I do like other games. It's just I, I have a. I actually, there are other people. I, I just refuse to do the thing where you're planning seven steps ahead. I might plan one, maybe two steps ahead. But beyond that, I, I I lose interest in in the the gamification. I'm, I'm I, I like I like having I like seeing what happens. Um, but if you are planning two or three steps ahead, I am competitive, but you'll beat me because I'm I'm just I just don't want to do that. It, it takes too long. It stresses me out. Um, so I don't I don't know that I like I'm competitive. I just don't have the fight to go with it. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. <laughs> like I, I'll, I'll backdoor cheat all day long. I just won't plan the, I, I won't do the extra 110% on the games to win. It's like an apathetic competitiveness. It's like, yeah, it's bad. It's bad because then I still want to win, but I won't put in the work. I hear you. Okay. Uh, 27. What topic can you discuss the most? Uh, same Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Seems like, <laughs> that seems like a layup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, easy peasy. <laughs> I know I'm a one a one trick pony, but here there it is. Oh, you know what? Oh. New 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 thought. New thought. Uh, dating and relationships, um, and and anything that that happens on that spectrum. I'm I I will. I'll, I have so many opinions on it, and I love it so much. And yes, maybe I'm just a girl, but I just really really love that stuff. I, I love, love other people's stuff. I love the drama. I love the good stuff. I want to hear all about it and I want to talk all about it. And I want to think about all the hypotheticals, um, very into anything romantic. Wow. Okay. I like it. Uh, do, 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 28 favorite place you've visited. Um, favorite place I visited, I guess, I guess I'm going to say Bali. That was recently, that was like a Ooh. year and about a year and a half ago. And um, I was there for about 10 days and it was just delightful. So I grew up in Malaysia for four years of my life and it actually did feel a lot like returning to Malaysia as far as temperature and um, yeah, climate and, and the geography, that kind of stuff is very similar. Yeah. And it also, it also was still pretty, um, I mean, it's, yeah, I hadn't been there in 
30 years. So it, it was, it was really cool. It was all around a good time. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, 29. What's your catchphrase? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, my catchphrase is, you know, it used to be, it used to be kicking ass. Like people would go, Hey Amy, and, and how are you? And I'd go kicking ass. So I just always say kicking ass to ever. And it's like, so I just, yeah, I guess, but, but I haven't done that in a very long time that, but that lasted, gosh, that lasted, that lasted probably a decade of my life. My, and, and there was a point where someone goes, how are we all letting you get away with this? <laughs> just replying to general greetings to as kicking ass. So yeah, I'll, I'll still say it's kicking ass because I haven't found anything that that has stuck for that long. And you haven't stopped kicking ass, so why? And I haven't stopped kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, might well after this podcast, it might have made a comeback in my life. Ooh, we'll see. Catchphrase comeback. <laughs> Thirty-one. <laughs> what's the best costume or cosplay you've ever worn? I have a thieves guild. Um, I have a thieves guild outfit that. I pieced together this woman on Etsy made, made it for me piece by piece by piece, as far as I could afford it. Cause it's all leather armor and oh, wow. it's, it's um, really, really cool. So I would say that, and I spent, I probably spent all told a little over a grand on it. Um, and I got some really, really cool. This was, yeah, I got some cool photos taken a little, probably, probably about uh, seven or eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. That- very cool. Thanks. Uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Uh, no, but because my last name is Vorpal and in college acting school, uh, the acting program, we always, we, every freshman had to recite the Jabberwocky poem as an exercise. And my year and every year after that, a freshman or two or three would come up to me and be like, Hey, when I say, as part of my presentation for the Jabberwocky, can you come in when I say the Vorpal sword and you can be holding the sword? And I'm like, ha ha ha. Uh, yeah. So that joke was like really old, but I loved it every time. So I, I mean, you know, it was, it was like the drama program. Yes. I'll take the attention, please. So it was, it was great. Oh, wow. Very cool. But, yeah. Obviously that's not named after me, but it was named, um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just a happy accident, coincidence. Yeah, you're in the same loops. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 32, hobby, you've dedicated the most time to. I know we've said D&D, but I also, um, I think, I think working out actually, going running and exercise, oh. which actually is a hobby of mine. Like I, I really get into it and I like reading books about it and, uh, and it's it's not like I'm ripped or anything, but but I I get into it, man. I, I really like it. I like I like learning new workouts. I've done a bunch of different ones, um, and I, I just like the general, you know, move your body around kind of thing. Not sports, but <laughs> very. But I guess I, it is it is different because it's totally not is. like I I don't. It's not for any reason. It's not like it's not even to get better at working out. Like so CrossFit is like you know practice, so you are better at working out. 
uh, lift weights, you're better at lifting weights, but I don't even give a, I don't even care about that. I just, I just find it all, I find it fun and interesting and it's all science. I, I like the nerdy scientific part of it. Um, and yeah, I, I go in and out of it, but I would say that's actually a hobby that I've spent the most time on. Fantastic. Uh, do, do, do. 33. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Um, Mark Hamill built a couple of shrines to him when I was <laughs> in the in my formative years, and Elijah Wood and Nathan Fillion. Oh, okay. I've got a I'm seeing the triangulation from, from one to two to three. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, nerdy or I guess they're not necessarily nerdy, but it's like white dude with a square jaw. <laughs> protagonist of nerdy franchise. Also. Yes, protagonist. Yes, exactly. Uh 34. What's the strangest job you've ever had? I was the uh intro person of an escape room so I set the tone and led you into the room as groups and kind of managed the room while you were in it um I I if you like if you needed to call for hints I could give you a hint so I did that and that was very very odd it also paid me ten dollars an hour and I was this was way beyond when I needed a, I mean yeah, I, I needed to earn a lot more money, but it was, it was also at a time in my life where I was like, I'm just going to take any job that comes my way, any job, because I just needed cash. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was, if it had paid more, I think I would have really appreciated, you know, liked it. Yeah. I mean, I did like it. It's just like <laughs> a job. One part of the job is earning the money part of it. And it was like $10 an hour. It wasn't, quite lucrative enough but i did do it for months for i don't know how many probably four four months very cool uh 35 what's a book you'd recommend the world to read um the bartimaeus trilogy it's Mm. so snarky and cute and it's i think it's ya but it's a good intro level to magic and kind of high fantasy that that isn't that is you know just not harry potter not not something that's so widespread and yeah. and the author's voice is um hilarious very very funny writer what was the name of it one more time i don't think i've ever heard uh, of the it. bartimaeus trilogy jonathan stroud is the author i think oh okay i've heard of that author very interesting uh 36 what's a movie that always makes you laugh Ace Ventura. I know there, I know it's problematic at this point, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ace Ventura and the original one, pe- First one, detective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 38. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? The mummy returns Ooh. with unfortunately Brendan Fraser. Uh, uh, I love, I love me some Brendan, but the, the sequel was like, why are we doing this? So I don't know why I feel so strongly about that. Um, but I remember writing an essay about how, why I hated it so much. <laughs> Poor Brendan national treasure. Yeah. Uh, 38. Who's your favorite actor or actress? Olivia Coleman, baby. Mm. She's my, she's my queen. She's who I want to be. 
I find her, she's compelling in both comedy and drama, and she's just so cute. Adorable. Adorable. She really I is. Uh, 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen? Uh, really cool. And, and it's funny because I, I can watch a movie and just forget that I've seen it. So we watched that with my, with Hector, my friend Hector had a movie day night and we all watched it and they had me convinced that Muldoon didn't die because of course he was in the sequel. And I was like, totally, totally, like there were so many things I forgot. I screamed at every scare moment, including the raptor in the kitchen. And everyone was like, have you seen this movie before? And I was like, 100%, I've seen all of them. And, and multiple times I just forget easily. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. It's so good, it's so good. Yeah, very cool. Uh, question 40, first show as a kid you got really into? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the animated series. And also on the same token, Maya the Bee, which is a little known, we, I, I think it was an um, anime or Japanese um, cartoon that got dubbed to Nick Jr. Oh, interesting. But yeah, both of those. Tremendous choices. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, 41, who should play you in a movie of your life? Olivia Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia Coleman should play me 100%. I know she's, I, yeah, I think she would do a good job. And I know she's a little bit older than me, but I, I find her just awesome and just give her a blonde wig and we're good. Uh, uh, 42. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh, or no, Aaron Sorkin, actually. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin's pretty good. And and Dennis Quaid. Wow. Dennis Quaid, I did. Um, I was Nathan Fillion actually was on set. Like I was on, I was cast in the show that he was on, and I definitely had a deer in headlights moment. <laughs> also had a deer in headlights moment with Aaron Sorkin on set. And it's like I was supposed to be there, you know. I was cast in the thing, and I just lost my shit. Uh, and <laughs> went they, they like said something to me and I just went uh, and both times you know no one knows what to do with a person who's just like uh, but um, they were pretty chill about it you know like they just made some jokes about it or moved on with their lives uh, and but Dennis Quaid I, I was part of a group that did murder mystery parties and so his son, Jack Quaid, was in high school and he had thrown a murder mystery party that this group had, um, that was part of, designed. And so I was at, at their house um, helping to run this murder mystery party. Wow. And now Jack Quaid is in the, the hero. So I guess both Dennis and Jack, I met on the same day. Well, well, well. Just... They would not have remembered me. Tallying but... <laughs> <laughs> up these celebrities. Look at Totally, this. yes. Uh, 43 TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about? Um, the There's a podcast called the Six Figure Coach Club, and it's a she's a career coach for coaches. And I do not want to be a coach. I don't need to be coached, but I love listening to people get, you know, some self-development help. And, yeah. and the best kind of people who like self-development are coaches. And so to hear them get coached is like, this meta experience that really lights my heart on fire. And, and I guess 
because it's so specific, it's coaches helping coaches. It's like, I, there's always something specific that I'll listen to it and go, I'm the same way, you know, <laughs> but even though I'm not a coach, there's, I'm still a human and they always learn something about uh, what's getting in their way. It's really cute. And it's That's so positive. It's so positive. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, 44 favorite comedian. Oh, oh my God. Oh, what's his name? Oh my, he's from Tennessee. Nathan Bargazzi. Oh, Nate Or Nate, Nate. Nate, is it just Nate? Am I just, yeah, Nate Bargazzi. It's just Nate, yeah. Yeah. He's really funny and dry and like understated, I guess. I like the understatement of it, but he he's not, like some comedians will do a lot of, it's just too far outside of the realm of believability. Like, did that really happen to you? But his mm. is like, Oh, it's so understated and such specific experiences. Um, and he's just got, he's just, so, he's just chill and loves his wife. And yeah, it's great. He's, I like his accent. I don't know. I feel like he's hitting his prime now-ish. Or maybe he's just becoming more known now than anything. But yeah, my sister yeah, really Angela turned me, turned me on to him. So I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Could change in a, in a week or so, but for now it's him. Yeah. Uh, 45 best Saturday night live cast member. I, I I don't know. I've never really watched it. And I, I get a little triggered by it, honestly, because I, I did groundlings for a while and they did see me as an has seen me perform. Um, and it was, it was during groundlings and it was just such a weird time. And I wasn't even convinced that I, I, I didn't try my hardest and I don't really know why. And, and I, I kind of wish I kind of regret that because what if I did do better or try harder or something, but mm. I made two, but in my, I, I have made two different audition tapes for them. Oh. Um, and I've written a, whole, a sketch packet and sent to them and no bites, but I, it's really hard. I, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite SNL cast member. Um, just because I, I got close, you know, and it's, it's tough. It's a weird thing um, to answer. Yeah, so. you kind of got burned and <laughs> in, yeah, in a yeah. certain way. In a, I guess so. I guess so. I guess yeah. it's a little, and it it didn't happen so long ago. I mean, it was like that was probably yeah, I don't know, several years ago. And I obviously haven't. It's it's like I know people who've been trying to get on that show for so long, and I really did swing twice, really, um, which isn't that long ever <laughs> that many times so it's not like I poured my heart and soul into it uh yeah. and and I don't think I deserve to do it but but it was it was something I tried and and I I don't I, I get how hard it is to do that and so to pick a favorite would be weird for me that's fair totally fair uh 46 a very loaded question maybe what's the nerdiest thing you've ever done <laughs> um yeah gotten paid to dungeon master uh that's, that's pretty good it's pretty nerdy and it's and i'm gonna just i'm just gonna count that because that's that's pretty nerdy yeah that's not something many people can say i think no <laughs> and doing it for free all this or built or built a shrine to mark hamill hell well, that's... there you go <laughs> one and two you yeah the order uh 47 least favorite state 
depression. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, 48 best thing you've ever won. Oh, a game show. I won six grand on a game show called uh, Catch 21, where it was a combo combo meal of trivia and um, blackjack. And yes, I, with and I um, won. Carlton the Rivera. name escapes me. No, yes, not El- Carlton Rivera. Um, Alfonso Rivera. Alfonso the- Rivera. Yeah, yes. but he played Carlton. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I won. I got six grand and I used it to uh, get LASIK for my eyes. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 49. Is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? Um, ages ago, I collected Lisa Frank paraphernalia. Oh. And that was like erasers, pencils, little notebooks, things like that. And, and we just kind of collected them. Interesting. Okay. Uh, question 50, dubbed the Ryan Davis. And it's the last of the fighting questions, I promise. Okay. <laughs> You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife. Knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? Uh, the knife. The knife. For sure. I'm, I'm not strong. And I feel like, I feel like you would, uh, yeah, I'd so much rather have the option of trying to slice someone slashing, not bludgeoning. Yes. Yes. If D and D taught us anything. (laughs) Rest up weary traveler. We have plenty more episode to go but first during this wonderful little musical interstitial i just wanted to shout out the people who make the music for this year's show like the song you're hearing right now is done by a bunch of bards known as the mini vandals the song you're going to hear next is from dj williams the opener the jaunty tune is from diala and the closing song is from single friend wonderful folks give them some clicks and uh if you want to put a spell over me All it would take is a five-star review. I sure would appreciate it. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Let me know who you want to see on the show. Any of these wonderful things. But don't worry, Intrepid Heroes. We've got plenty more adventure to go. Adventure means a podcast. As previously mentioned, maybe once or twice, uh, obviously you do a lot in the world of D&D, Dungeons and or Dragons, uh, of which I am also a big fan of. Uh, (laughs) What I want to know, and I don't know if maybe you've mentioned it somewhere, but how did that begin for you? Like where, what was the, the, you know, the first flame of that was a lit because obviously people enter it at different points in their lives and different times. And sometimes it grabs them. Sometimes it don't, but. I I think I entered very uh, later than most people because I didn't know about it until um, freshman year of high school, sorry, freshman year of college, a friend of mine, my, my cousin went to the college and she was there to welcome me my first day. And she brought one of her friends 
who, whose name was Nathan. And he took one look at my room that had, you know, Lord of the Rings posters everywhere. Uh, and then a Yoda mosaic poster that was made up of um, screen grabs from Return of the Jedi that all culminated into a picture of Yoda's face. Nice. And he, and then he knew I was an acting major and he went, I know something you might like. <laughs> you like Lord <laughs> of the Rings and Star Wars and you're an acting major. Uh, and he kind of did the math for me and I was hooked. We started playing that night and it was three, uh, uh, it was 3.5. Um, and yeah, never really looked back. Wow. And now look at paid to DM dimension 20 critical role stuff all like yes. kind of across the board i know i oh. know i i do feel like a pretty pretty dnd princess like i'm <laughs> i've made it into dnd royalty now they can't take they can't take me out can't. i'm like a writer of a official adventure are you really is that a, a, a real thing yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's oh why I thought. Gosh. That's why I thought you wanted. To I, somehow I missed this. No. no this is uh, amazing. Yeah. There's a, a hardback book coming out March 16th, 2021, and it's called Candlekeep Mysteries, and it's a it's an anthology of adventures, and I wrote one of them um, <gasps> called Candlekeep Deconstruction. So. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Look how I just stumbled my way into a good question. <laughs> amazing that's so so cool oh thanks it, i do feel very cool about it i'm the coolest <laughs> dude i take it back <gasps> it's been retconned I love it. <laughs> uh, but we have more official questions okay here on my paper uh 51 what's your phone wallpaper right now um it's me with my three nephews oh yeah adorable uh 52 what's the last thing you googled oh my um oh it might have been i was writing something and so i think it was i think it was a word and how to spell it let me which i i really nerd out about spelling um i think it might have been entice Mm, a c or an s at the end probably entice it, either that or I, I i don't know i think i got i think i might have thought i think i might have said i in oh. I, I don't really have a reason because me now knows no way but i don't know sometimes i get a little confused so yeah something like that that's why I the think, internet I think that's what it was yeah what an enticing answer <laughs> this will be where i put in a rim shot sound effect and everyone oh, turns boy. off the podcast yes uh, 53 <laughs> You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Um, oh, I love uh, Nugget. That's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? No, pass. <laughs> I don't know. What, it, what is it with you and these wrestlers? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Although, is, is there someone named something rowdy? Some rowdy rowdy roddy piper yeah that the, okay him because i had to be him in a music or had to be the female version of him in a music video this past year so oh wow look at you see you know you're wrestling oh my gosh <laughs> yeah i shouldn't i should stop saying no immediately but there you go uh 55 what's your comfort food on a bad day 
Oh, uh, straight up candy. Um, mm. Ideally, not even chocolate, just like the sugar stuff, you know? Um, uh, mini sweethearts. Mini, mini sweethearts. Or those, are there any mini sweethearts or mini sprees? I, they're like little cylinder shaped things that are the size of half of a fingernail. It's, uh, they're great. Gosh, they're great. Or, or Smarties. Like the, the things that are just like, straight up sugar that like dissolve you could throw them in coffee and it'd be like yeah that's a sugar cube basically <laughs> i'll tell you one quick fun fact right down the block from my high school is the factory that makes smarties oh my god so if you were walking to school and you got there early enough it was like a willy wonka adventure because it smelled oh. like candy whenever they oh started up the factory at like whatever 6 7 a.m or whatever i love that the magical place and rumor always was if you knocked on their door during Halloween, they'd give you one, but I never did it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, 56. Favorite smell? Coffee. It's mm, a good one. Uh, 57. Best candy? Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. That is correct. That is objectively <laughs> correct. Yes. Uh, 58. Worst candy? um so that it doesn't mean i don't like it okay but uh necco wafers i do like them though but i i also objectively know that it is the worst candy <laughs> it's like you can't lose though like it's a can if it's candy you, you win it's fine that's true that's a good point yeah uh 59 what's a restaurant you'd recommend um uh, I guess since we're up here, up north, there's a there's a hipstery restaurant called Handline, and they just go a little nuts with uh, tastes, um, and it's it feels kind of like a lot of fusion stuff. So it's it's kind of seafood, kind of Mexican food, kind of American, um, and and then they just kind of they just they mix it up. And last time I got we got tacos, some like crazy weird french fries with thousand island dressing and then also a root beer float you know it was it's just an amalgamation of uh the best tastes ever you had me at root beer float that is my that is my weakness yeah uh 60 what's a food you've never eaten um anything that's like uh bugs like i know that there's grasshopper stuff and bug delicacies and i i just i haven't been i don't think i've even been in a situation to try them i think i I would try them but i haven't fair yeah uh 61 what's the strangest food that you have eaten oh i think it's strange i don't think it i, I don't think most people would call it strange um but i have had pate and and it is it is inedible i i can't do it it was served as if it were as if it were a macro mac, the the kind of sandwich thing. Like it had some soft uh, round bread on the outside that was like shoe pastry, and then on the inside it was icy cold pate, um, as if it were icing, I guess. And it was about an inch thick, and it was it was awful. It was like very very bad bad mistake. It was in um, it was in Prague, and I. And I really am convinced that they made a mistake. It sounds like the most unappetizing way of serving something that's kind of innately not all that appetizing. Like, yeah, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, bad choices were made. Yeah, it sounds it. Uh, 62, what's a typical day off? Um, just playing video games. I call them potato days where I am a couch potato and I just want to be horizontal all day. Uh, don't really need to talk to anyone. Don't really need to do anything. Um, I, I, I guess, I guess that's a good day off. It's not a good day if it persists, you know, like one day of that is all I need. The second day I get very antsy and need to do something, but But yeah, if it's a day off after like having worked and dealt with people a lot, maybe for a week, I love having a potato day. A good potato day is a wonderful thing. Yes. Uh, 63, what's a bucket list item that you've accomplished? (laughs) Writing for Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't even know that was a possibility, (laughs) you know? Um, but I, more than that, I guess being on TV at all was definitely, has definitely been a bucket list item. Um, and I just recently was in a Super Bowl commercial, which, which arguably is, you know, bucket list item. I, you know, it's like, all right, I did that. (laughs) You know, I don't know how many people get to be in Super Bowl commercials, but I can say that I have, that feels good. Yeah. And the, the most viewed thing ever, every year, like, that's tremendous. Thank you. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Uh, 64, bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. I I don't know. I, I've, I guess skydiving, I probably just won't do it. Mm. I Like, I'm good. I did parasailing and I really liked that. But I, I might just, I might just get, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll still do it, but I, but you said probably. So I, I think I'd be okay not to do that. Put that caveat in there just in case. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, 65, dubbed by previous guests, the realist question of the bunch. Oh, my God. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. But regret not keeping in contact with? Yeah, like, I wish I can stay in contact with blank. I guess Nathan and Brandon Strange. They're twins from college that I played D&D with. And to a point, I guess I kind of have kept, but no, not, I, I definitely, uh, yeah, I regret the amount I've kept in touch with them, which is like once every couple of years, or mm. in, in, like over text or whatever. But they were really, really good friends in college. And, and yeah, just location-wise, we went totally separate ways. So haven't haven't really kept in touch with them but they're hilarious nerds and you know i love a good hilarious nerd (laughs) that i do (laughs) i do uh 66 what's a game that makes you feel nostalgic pokemon oh the the original the red and blue no no um i oh god that's a really well i've only ever played pokemon go so oh, I guess it's only been nostalgic for like five years, but still, I, I get the urge to download it every once in a while. Oh, also Civilization. Civilization, oh. I, I go right back to Civilization 2 when we first started playing it on our computer. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, 67, what game have you spent the most time playing? Skyrim. Oh. So many hours. I, I don't even want to count so many hours. <laughs> it's so easy to just get 
lost so years, so many years. Yes. Uh, Twenty-eight. What's something you've built with your own hands? I made everyone this like art project one year for Christmas, all of my sisters, and they each got a custom art project that was basically painted um, little symbols painted on glass and then uh, little squares of glass. And then all the pieces of glass were attached together. So I don't know where I got the idea from, but it was pretty, pretty bad, honestly, like, like a (laughs) child could have done it, but, but I put a lot of work into it and they acted like they liked it. So that's really all that counts. (laughs) yeah uh 69 best pickup line um oh i had to well i'll say it's mine i had to write or i didn't have to there was a prompt on instagram it was like write a write a cheesy pickup line so this is what i wrote are you are you roadside trash because i'd love to pick you up (laughs) nah gold <laughs> you're welcome uh, everyone's jotting that down across the country yeah. uh question 70 have you ever had any good nicknames cyclone um i because i don't really like nicknames I, or i like i like being called any version of my last name warp vorpies vorpsies vorps um vorpal but I don't really like any nicknames based on Amy. I actually don't really like being called Ames, but it's fine. Um, but I was called Cyclone because Ames, Ames, Iowa, and apparently the the college football team there is are the Cyclones. So I got called Cyclone. Mm. Okay, a little bit of a chain of uh, connectivity yeah. there. I get it, I get it. Uh, and of course, the mosquito, your famous, <laughs> famous. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, name, totally. Uh, 71. Do you believe in love at first sight? Hell no. And if you think it is, you got to run. That is, <laughs> that is some weird barbaric bullshit that's burned into your soul. And we are highly, way more highly intelligent beings than that now. So, yeah. nope. That seems about right. Yeah uh 72 what's a big turn off of yours um oh i i have for for first dates or second dates or anywhere where you're trying to get to know someone uh don't go to a place where anyone can eat dairy because that Mm -hmm. will it, it has the potential for being really really annoying so that includes milk ice cream um any sorts of uh, cheese especially moist cheese like cottage cheese or anything like that uh it's it can be a, v- a very huge turn off and i did go to a place once where i ate ice cream and the way that the man was eating the ice cream uh was 100 why i didn't go out with him again wow D- it, it, the way people massage dairy in their tongues and mouths is uh, can be extremely disgusting. <laughs> Dairy-based dates. I, I love it. this answer so much. <laughs> uh, 73, do you... I made all the mistakes so you don't have to. <laughs> yes, yes. You've forged a path. <laughs> uh, 73, do you consider yourself an artist? Yes. Nice. Without a doubt. Definitive. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, 74, what's something you tried to cook and failed? Oh, um, I'm not a good, I guess it's more bake. I baked some like cookie bars when I was in high school and they just burnt and I had, I, I had to bring it to a party. So I just got Oreos instead. Cause I'm like, <laughs> what am I even trying to do? I know this has been, it had been, a, I know this is high school is a while away, but never really did much baking after that either. In fact, I don't think I've baked anything since then. Although I did make pavlovas. I made, I made, I did make pavlovas that turned out really well, which is just um, meringue and a cream cheese dish that I think most Australians uh, know about. Oh, very cool. Uh, mm-hmm. 75 dubbed the Ben Hansen after the first guest of this year's show. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? I think it's the Lord of the Rings novels. I think just by nature of how vast they are and how widespread they are and how many people were inspired um, by them, especially that who are important to me. So, yeah. Yeah. It's truly shocking how many things that people take for granted that are just fantasy that were just Uh straight up invented in that book or in those books. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Tremendous answer. Legend. Airy. (laughs) 76. Uh, have you ever had something happen to you that you'd consider paranormal? Yes. Um, I think some people would call it paranormal. Other people would call it like spiritual or God, but it, it was at a time when I was, I, I was raised Catholic and um, we had lost, this is going to sound so trite and trivial, but we had lost my mom's keys and, and there were four of us girls and we all had somewhere to be, you know, different school activities and, none of us could find the keys. And so I kind of sat down in the middle of the room, closed my eyes and prayed to St. Anthony, who is the patron saint of lost things. Mm -hmm. And when I opened my eyes, they were right in front of me on the dresser um, of my mom's dresser, where that is always where her keys are. And there is no way we all didn't check there first. I mean, we were running around the house for a half hour. So to me, it was like this, I don't know. It, it did feel like, um, okay, that's fucking strange because it, they were, if they were there, we would have found them Yeah. Uh, because that's where they always were. So the fact that I, they weren't there and then they were felt either paranormal, spiritual, whatever you believe in, uh, a different dimensional thing happened. So I love it. I love yeah. it. Uh, 77, would you ever use a Ouija board? Hell no. Fuck no. Absolutely not. Get those things away from me. They freak Correct me answer. out. Because <laughs> why mess with it? Even why? if it didn't do anything, just no. leave it yeah. to the side. <laughs> you don't need it. Unnecessary. Maybe redundant. Completely agree. Uh, 78, simply, why? Um... Why? Because, like I said before, we're here for the human experience. So have a human experience. Experience it all. The good, the bad, and, uh, and, and yeah, learn from it, grow from it. That's why. Absolutely great. Yes. Uh, 79, if given the chance, when would you time travel to? 
I guess a hundred years from now, the future, because Ooh. that's way more interesting. I feel, I feel like, and even more so now with all of, with like all kinds of, um, just racism in general. It's like, I would like to see if and how uh, we progress as, as uh, just a human culture. It really would be fascinating. And, yeah. and, and if, you know, in a hundred years, it's like after iPhone and internet, where do we go from here? Do we, you know, does the bubble burst? Are we back to archaic, like just lighting fires or is it, is it, you know, the Wally version of like, we just plug ourselves in um like do we go i, I want to know which direction it swings because i think it'll swing one of two directions like back to neanderthal version or all the way up to we are computers yeah that's a, or something that we just literally couldn't fathom like trying yeah, to explain totally. to someone from like 1930 explain to him what the internet is <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> it exactly. just wouldn't compute at all uh, yeah uh question 80 have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? No, I am a calculating person <laughs> at my core and anything, anything huge has been pretty premeditated. Fair. Yep. I like yep. it. Uh, 81. What game show past or present would you love to be a contestant on? Wheel of Fortune. I, I like word games, so that would just be really fun. I think my dad would really like that, too. I I tried out for Wheel of Fortune, and I got very close to being on. I got the top 20 of the New York audition. Oh, my God! That's yeah. amazing! Yeah, I think the only yeah. reason they didn't give it to me, and I'm still convinced of this, is they make you go up there and do like a mock like spin and you know see your energy level kind of thing. Like, clap along and say what you would say. And everyone and they ask everyone like why are you here and one person's like oh i just got out of the military and i'm, I'm having a kid and blah 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 and the other one's like oh my, my wife is pregnant and and this and that and then they got to me and i'm like i'm just a pro college student <laughs> like right, I, just, right. I just need the cash and i'm sure immediately <laughs> they just scratched me off the list like hilarious they're like that's yeah that's way too sad <laughs> yeah our, our 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 education system's messed up uh we don't need to look into that mirror right now <laughs> that's yeah but still i, I got a pencil from them so it's worth it. <laughs> uh 82 what's a quote that you love oh my gosh i just okay i have to look this up because um I just sent this out on my latest newsletter and it's, it's my favorite thing. I have it on the front of my door to look at. Uh, the poet Nayira Wahid uh, wrote a poem that's uh, called, as you are, you are the prayer. And there's the last, the last bit of it goes, you don't even know how breathtaking you are, period, as you are, period, says the universe through tears. And I just love that because it's uh, just a really good reminder that like, Oh my God, stop trying to be something. You're already great. And and the minute you realize that, like you, you've done it, you know? Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 83, what's the best shirt that you own? I no longer own it. I gave it to my little sister who is hmm. equally as nerdy as I am, but it, it's a picture of a sword and it says, my other sword is Vorpal. If you know me, it's it's like everything 
it's everything that shirt is everything perfectly on brand yes Yes. uh 84 would you change your middle name no i like it it's catherine with a c and uh Hmm. i find it i find it cute and uh really fun and goes really well with my first name so amy catherine is beautiful yeah lovely uh 85 what's a good impression you can do um i've been working on it so i don't know if i can do it uh it's it's moira rose from schitt's creek i don't think i'm good at it but i really like doing it and but shiloh and i we talk to each other like this like as if we're moira we need to go to the store i don't bravo bravo That could be my favorite question because it just pulls an impression out of everyone. I, I love yeah. It. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get but are glad you didn't get? Uh, no. I always say like, oh, if I get a tattoo, it'll be a dragon. It'll be on my shoulder, but I'm not getting a tattoo. I, <laughs> I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, I don't want to. No, thanks. Okay. I like it. Uh, 87. How would you describe your 16-year-old self? Um... So 16 would be sophomore year of high school. Uh, Scared as shit. That's it. (laughs) I like it. Uh, 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had? I, oh, I ran when I was in, when I was in Malaysia. So I think I was six or seven. I ran through a sliding glass door. It's basically on the equator. So everything had sliding glass doors. That's like the number one way to get in and out of buildings with sliding glass doors. Hmm. And this one was really clean. And if I had run straight through, no problem. But I I ran through, decided that was weird. That shouldn't have happened. Thinking that I was running through nothing, thinking that the doors were open. And so I backed up and that was where uh, the shards just hit and i i luckily only got hit in my like abdomen which uh didn't pierce any um organs or anything like that it was just kind of basically a flesh wound um but still very deep and then um on each arm and it was really gnarly really really gnarly i remember seeing bone and and being young everyone was trying to get me to not look at it but i do remember seeing bone That sounds uh, not great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Um, picking my cuticles, especially on my thumb. Mm-hmm. I bite them. I make it. I, I just look like, I, yeah, it looks like a, a torture. It's look, it looks like I'm torturing myself. Um, and I don't need to be that angry at my cuticles, but uh, real hard. Who knows what those cuticles have done? Yeah. Uh, question 90 home stretch time have you ever lied on your resume no no i i might have i don't even think i've bended the truth i mean i i've been pretty honest about yeah there and there hasn't really been a need it's like a lot i know that i i recommend it honestly um because I know too many people that that's worked for and no one actually really cares. They're hiring. I, I think pe- the smart people hire people's potential as opposed to where they're at in, in their skills at the moment. Mm. Um, and you can, 
you know, you can pretty much tell. Uh, and if you can't, then you fire them. But I, I recommend lying, but I, I never really had a reason to. I, I mean, come on, I'm in a creative career. I, I, there's not, it's like, you could probably check if I'm, you could easily check. So I'm not going to say I like wrote on a TV show or was <laughs> yeah. in, in something that I wasn't. Um, so yeah. Nah. I like it. Uh, 91, have you ever punched someone in the face? <laughs> yes. But I, it was my sister and I maintained, like the way it looked to me was that she ran her face into my fist. <laughs> but we definitely were in a fight and I could see objectively, I, I could see how my memory of it is wrong. Um, but, but the way I do remember it is I just, I, I was doing this with my fist out for no reason. I just had my fist like this. And in slow motion, I see her face come towards my fist. And I, I, that is exactly how the memory is. And I know, and it's, and it's so messed up that I, I, you know, I'm a smart person. I know that I'm wrong. (laughs) I totally (laughs) punched her. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, 92. Would you ever go to a nude beach? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Why not at at a certain point? Like, but, yeah. I just need. Yeah. I, I think naked bodies are fascinating, and I I, I like uh, the weird ones the best. I, I like the the skinny, perfect, whatever society calls beautiful bodies. I don't really have any more space in my brain to consume that. I would re- much rather see some real busted bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this so much. Yes. Uh, I never need to see another like pretty, you know, <laughs> pornographic sex scene. I want to see some, I want to see that real shit. <laughs> Show me a real human. Not that they're not there. I know that, you know, they're beautiful. I just don't want to see any more objectively beautiful. I want to see some subjectively yeah. beautiful people. Yeah. Why not? It's just everything. Everybody. Yes. Yes. Everybody. Uh, 93. A nice come down from that last question. When was the last time you cried? <laughs> um, okay. It was recently. <laughs> Well, I'll just say this was, I, yeah, this was recently. And it's because I cried because I, I really wanted my boyfriend has a boat and he's into boats and he likes boats very much. And I was feeling a lot of pressure to be equally into boats. And I wasn't ready because this was kind of a new thing in my life. And what I, what I really needed and thank God we talked about it and have really good communication but I just needed permission not to like boats. And Mm. then I can go into the boat experience with a clean slate and no pressure. And then, and then we actually did go sailing and I did enjoy it because I, you know, there wasn't the pressure to be like, you have to be the couple who likes boats. Like I just needed to have the freedom to um, develop an opinion as opposed to, I thought, which he definitely wasn't pressure from him. It was pressure from, I guess myself and just social media in general uh, to, to be boat lady. And I, I don't think I was ready. So yeah. Brought me to tears. Wow. I think that is very introspective and very uh, mm-hmm. actually really good. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 90. 
four, what's something you've done and will probably never do again? Uh, I, I'll just say it's sexual in nature. Mm. But it is crazy. So <laughs> fair enough. I, it is. It is real. I don't like. I. It's really dumb too. It's really like what? That's. It's weird and dumb and stupid and and it's. It, I don't even think I'm glad. I don't regret it, but I'm not glad I did it. It's just <laughs> one of those like, huh? So that's what I'll say. I like it. I like it. Uh, 95 best compliment you've ever received uh, a person told me once that I made them feel like they could 100% be themselves so they oh. felt they felt a like a negative presence of judgment as in uh, there's so much openness coming from me that they felt unjudged oh, <laughs> that's amazing it, yeah that felt really good oh. uh, 96 Tell me a joke. Oh. <laughs> this is where that uh, part of not all of them are questions comes in. This is joke. objectively not even close to a question. This is just Yeah. A... Okay. Uh, Doc walks into a grocery store, says to the clerk, got any grapes? No, we're all out of grapes today. Maybe tomorrow. Duck comes back the next day, says, got any grapes? Clerk says, no, we're out of grapes. Maybe tomorrow. Duck comes back the next day, says, got any grapes? And the guy goes, no, no, actually, and, and no, never mind. We're just out of grapes, and we're not going to get any grapes. And if you come back again, I'm going to duct tape your mouth shut. The duck comes back the next day, got any tape? Clerk says, no. Duck says, got any grapes? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh... <laughs> Uh, 97. 97 used to be a question that I wrote that was just not good. So I got rid okay. of it and okay. I replaced it with the listener question of the week. Uh, so if any of our lovely listeners have a question that they want uh, answered here, it's 99. Of course, that's the number 99. Questions pod at Gmail or on Twitter. Uh, so this week's question is from possibly the best username I've seen in a while Spellbreaker Night Owl Warlock. Fantastic. Yeah, lean in, man. (laughs) Lean all the way in. And ask the question. Thank you, Spellbreaker Night Owls Warlock. Uh, Ask the question specifically to you. Uh, When you were on an uh, adventuring academy, uh, you mentioned that you do a DM pregame question cheat sheet. They said, I don't know if you've ever posted it, but having the questions would be awesome. Oh my God. Okay. Let me look that up. That's such a good question. Um, so I'm guessing this, this is true. You have a, like uh, a pregame, it, like set up, let me yes. know a little bit about you type survey. thing. Yes. Let me read it. I'm going to read it out because oh, this is, this is more for when I'm doing an in-depth campaign and I'm tailoring it to the players. If I'm playing, um which sometimes i don't do sometimes it's just like let's have fun and improvise and come up with some dumb stuff so this is specifically for when i want to go as deep into the characters as they want to go and i really want to mess things up um which by the way isn't all the time i sometimes i just want to play for fun with and and do less of that ideally this is this does make it a little bit more fun um 
but there are totally a million different ways to dungeon master. And some, and also I've had fun in games where we don't do any of this backstory stuff and we find it, we just find it. And they let me be like, you know, this guy, he's from your past, you know? And, and that's fun. Cause then they, they, they take some license to like, I know this guy, he's from my past. Um, <laughs> uh, and they get to just come up with it in the moment, yeah. uh, which, which is fun too. But when, when we really want to go deep, here they are. I've got, okay. Character's name, who their nemesis is someone who did or is currently uh, trying to thwart their goals their greatest strength as a character, greatest flaw, what they want most, what they fear most. And then this is big family. A lot, I write, uh, a lot of players tend to try to be orphans, but I always find backstories to be richer if family is included, even if the narrative is that the family is not around anymore for a certain reason. Mm. Um, just because they're, the way the way it's set up in D&D that you are a hero uh, leans towards going... I'm a special, you know, I'm Neo. I'm the special person who blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times people's first thought is, oh, I'm an orphan and I exist in a vacuum. Um, but yes, or something tragic happened and now I'm alone. Uh, and, I, and I'm just like, but I, I need something where like, what if you were wrong about the tragic thing happening? Or who, if it, you know, it, it, I just need someone to to fuck with you, you know, like, yeah. like, oh, that person survived, but now they're in trouble. And now you've got like this extra added. I, I just don't like heroes that exist in a vacuum and an orphan is just a bit too easy. And I want to, I always like stress, like if you're an orphan, give me the full story. Um, because that also means that you aren't in a vacuum or that you weren't at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, number eight was some sort of backstory where I'm down with three sentences. I'm down with a page, just like come up with something. I, I just need something or I want something. And I want you to do a little bit of work, but I don't, I also don't want to stress people out. So that's why I'm like three sentences. That's fine. Um, and then a descriptor for your character, almost like a log line, like the anxious, socially awkward genius wizard or the wide eyed idealistic hippie druid. Um, those are some basics. But the other thing that I now require is I need them to name a place that they're tied to and give me kind of the the, the wiki one-liner for the place and, and name it. Mm-hmm. And then a wiki one-liner for um, a, a character slash person who isn't them and the wiki kind of one-liner for that mm-hmm. as well. Because um, having them come up with these names somehow makes it, like 150% more fun when they show up. It's like, oh my God, I came up with that name and now it's actually real. <laughs> you know, it makes them it makes them feel like they've actually made the world along with me. Yeah. Those are tremendous. Uh, uh, excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> yeah. And what an excellent question from, and I'm going to say it one more time because it's so cool, Spellbreaker Night Owls Warlock. Heck yes. Bravo. Yes. Yeah, that felt very specific to me, and I was really happy to answer it. Uh, 98. What made you want to be who you are today? Oh, man. I I mean, I guess a couple of years ago, I, I wound up reading a book called You Are a Badass, and that sent me on a self-development journey. And it 
it made me, yeah, it made me want to be better. I don't, I don't know that I could have put it into words or any vocabulary or really gave it much thought um, before then, but um, just knowing that, I guess the short version of it is I would like to be bright and shiny hmm. and happy because if I am bright and shiny and happy, it, it will inspire other people to be bright and shiny and happy. And even more so it, it helps them, helps other people know that being bright and shiny and happy around me is safe and and it, it's basically like one one ship uh, rises with the tide, it brings the other ships along with her, whatever the hell that saying is. <laughs> Did I get it right? I don't know, but right. but it's something like that. Yeah, I, I know like what you that. Mean. But it it was like, oh, if I am if I am being content with myself in kind of a lower lower vibe area, it's kind of giving other people permission to do that, and if for no other reason than help other people i want to be a higher higher vibe person that's uh, amazing yeah. yeah just put out that aura put out that positivity yeah. and it, it affects everything around you yeah i think so so other people and the short answer is is others hmm. um yeah fantastic uh 99 top of the mountaintop here what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for having the most fun. I just want, I just, I, that would be awesome. If like, if when I die for my funeral, the whole vibe of anybody who wants to talk about me is like, damn, she laughed a lot. <laughs> oh man, did she have a good time? So I know superlatives are, uh, you know, hard, but yeah, having the most fun. I, that's what I would love to be remembered by as, yeah. <laughs> uh, amazing. Uh, and let me tell you, I think <laughs> I know I had a heck of a fun time here. Awesome. Me too. And, uh, I wish I could ask you more questions, but I'm fresh out. I'm completely out. Uh, Amy, <laughs> this has been incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you, this. Bob. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug, promote, put out into the world, float into the ears of our wonderful listeners? Anything at all? Um, just follow me on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Vorpal Sword. That's V-O-R-P-A-H-L Sword. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. I was too busy reading my copy of Candlekeep Mysteries. How good was Amy? How great is she? What an absolute treasure. Wish I could talk to her more, but you know what time it is. The red light is on. we got to figure out what we learned here today. We learned the two things to avoid when you're on a date are A, asking if they've built shrines to sci-fi nerd icons when they were a child, and B, dairy. Makes you very phlegmy. Just don't do it. We learn that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are actually twins who have been secretly competing this entire time. Who wins? Find out this summer during Good Will Hunting 2. The hunt rages on. 
we learned that Weird Al Yankovic is fun, fun, fundamental. We learned IHOP is where everything tastes like a pancake. And we learned that Muldoon from Jurassic Park will always live on in our hearts. But keep trying to be the most fun possible. And how about you adore some real busted up bodies for at least the next two weeks till our next episode. Thank you and good night.